Turn to three. Positive rotation. Ignition. Welcome to Roll Call, a 126 The Air Refueling Wing podcast of the Illinois Air National Guard at Scott Air Force Base. I'm your host, Master Sergeant Brian Ellison. The Roll Call podcast focused on people, mission, and community. If you're watching on Facebook, yeah, we're back on the video. Coming up, Tech Sergeant Sess White and uh, Staff Sergeant Aaron Rodriguez from 126th Public Affairs talk about shooting grenade launchers and uh, what led them to cross over to uh, public affairs. Not only uh, are you getting to see the video, you get to see this uh, awesome stash for No Shave November, which will be gone tomorrow on the 1st. This weekend of December drill, there is a cookie decorating. Uh, there's cookie decorating during Saturday's lunch club at the DFAC that runs from 11 to 1. We have the big 126th winter extravaganza. You can't say that word without doing that. Uh, you just can't. This Saturday is the big winter extravaganza from 3 to 6 at the hangar. We're celebrating the 72nd anniversary of the wing, the 95th anniversary of the 108th Air Refueling Squadron. This also gives us a chance to celebrate our 10th Air Force Outstanding Unit Award, and we get to welcome in and celebrate our retirees. It's free for all. It is free. Not meaning that, uh, that uh, somebody's going to show up and play the song Free For All, Ted Nugent, but uh, it is free to enter. For all. That includes family and uh, the kids. They're all welcome. All this weekend, Military and Family Readiness has the Holiday Bazaar at Building 5046. They'll have toys, books, crafts, and uh, oh, yeah, this is great. They have free trees as well. That's at the Holiday Bazaar this weekend during drill from 8 to 3. And, and if that's not enough, Holiday cheer for you. There's a holiday cookie exchange in building 5,000 from, uh, in building 5,000, in room 131 at 1030 on Saturday. And Sunday morning, the uh, top three, they're doing a breakfast burritos as well. They'll be uh, delivering those. Coming up in this week's Look Around the Air Force, the X-37B space plane returns to Earth after more than 900 days in orbit. Infrastructure experts see operations at Ramstein Air Base for insight on construction projects in Poland. And you're going to be happy to hear this. The Beast is retired. Welcome to Roll Call, a podcast of the 126th Air Refueling Wing. I am Tech Sergeant Cesaron White here with Staff Sergeant Aaron Rodriguez. Man, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. I'm really excited for this show. You know, this one in particular, we're talking about uh, we're talking about the guard experience. We're talking about firsthand um, the guard experience, which is which is unique. Um, from active duty, and uh, we both have. I think we both have some some pretty interesting things to say. I would hope so. <laughs> we're we're going to find out. We're we're you know we're gonna we're gonna learn today. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're gonna learn today. So really, to start off, I'm interested. What brought you to the Air National Guard? Uh, what originally brought me is when I was in my first few years of college. I was out in Utah. Uh, I got introduced to the idea that college is expensive. 
<laughs> yeah. Shocker. And, uh, my dad, he was active duty. Yeah. Um, I lived the life of the military brat. Okay. And I had only known active duty mm. and I was on the phone one night with my dad talking to him about, uh, just life plans. Yeah. That school's expensive. And he's like, well, why don't you just join the military? And that had been thoughts in the past, but at that time I did not feel like living the active duty lifestyle just all the time. Full, full time, right. just life. Civilian yes. life is good. There's perks to civilian life. Okay. There's perks to military, but there's perks to civilian life that I wasn't ready to sacrifice. So you didn't want to let it all go. Exactly. I have a hard time with that, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, so I, um, told him that and, and he said that, well, if you just want to do it part time, why don't you do the national guard? Okay. And to that, I said, What's the National Guard? What's the National Guard? Exactly. I had no idea that it existed, and apparently that's more common than I thought it would be. So that's a week later I, I signed up, and that's pretty much how I entered mm -hmm. into the world of National Guard. Okay. How about you? How did you start out? Uh, you know, for me, I um, different different pathway. So my dad, again, also active duty, um, active duty Air Force, and uh, retired now, but... Um, it was something that I had kind of grown up with, and uh, I joined straight out of high school, active duty Air Force. I was a pharmacy tech. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good times. I uh, gave drugs to kids and old people and everybody uh, okay. in between. And in, in, a, in a, a sanctioned manner. Right? A legal, <laughs> yeah, legal government uh, capacity. There we go. That's, yeah. that's the important key right there. So that, that, was, uh, that was a fun experience, and I was, I was happy to join active duty for me. Um, that was a good opportunity. Um, and I, I did that time um, of service. I ended up getting out. Didn't think I was going to get back in. Um, had a little bit of a gap. Uh, but before I decided, you know, I, okay, I would get in for one of two jobs. Okay. Either graphic design, which actually the Air Force was kind of, kind of getting rid of at the time as a specific job okay, and uh, or chaplain assistant, which uh, was just something that I thought was interesting. I just kind of wanted to explore chaplain assistant job came available. I joined the Air National Guard in Illinois. Here I am. And um, yeah, that was that was the beginning of my guard um, experience. One thing that I do want to say, though, is coming from the active duty side. Yeah, um, there was uh, there was a thought but behind, you know, being active duty versus guard, you know, the active duty, we are the, we're the full time. We got our stuff together. We, we get things done and right. the guard, you know, they're the weekend warriors and they're <laughs> the just part -time. like the, the part time yeah. extras. They, they might not even know all of what the air force is. So there's that negative stigma there from the negative, active duty too. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I'm exaggerating a little bit. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah, they know what the air force is, the yeah. part of the air force. However, there was that negative stigma. And when I joined the Air National Guard, yeah. uh, when I joined uh, with the 126th, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, these guys have their stuff together. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a little bit of a, I'm not going to say. It was an eye-opener. Yeah, it was, it was an eye-opener. I mean, I joined, so obviously I had a point that I was, that I was serious about it. Mm -hmm. But I was like, ah, what am I getting into? Okay, let's see how this thing goes. And again, yeah, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, there was a time on my deployment, uh, I was security forces when I was on my deployment, and the active duty guys who mm -hmm. are security forces, they mm -hmm. spend six to eight months out there, mm. and then they come home and they do the exact same job. And they knew that I was six to eight months out there, and I come home and I go to a civilian life. And I don't think I met one of them that were like, I should have 
on guard. <laughs> it's a different experience. I mean, active duty is awesome, and it's it's for some people, but mm-hmm. some people like that civilian lifestyle too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 good to have the options. I mean, um, obviously the benefits and everything are there. The the fact that uh, your your dad, who was active duty, led right. you to the guard to help pay for to help pay for college, which a lot of Absolutely. people do, yep. and it's 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 there as an incentive for a reason. We can get into this uh, later, but as far as school goes, I have been able to pay for my bachelor's Mm -hmm. and my master's, which I'll be uh, finishing up this next week. Mm -hmm. And that's all been paid for through my service and time in the guard. Congratulations, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. It feels good. good. It's been a long, long road, but I'm here. So it's been a long, (laughs) it's not a singing podcast. Oh man. Sing along. It is not that. Yeah. The sing along. Um, so you talked about, you talked about when you joined and you talked Mm -hmm. about your time as, uh, as security forces, you're not currently security forces. How'd that I'm work definitely out? not. I'm definitely not. Uh, I like shooting guns, but shooting cameras a little bit more fun, right? Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, I actually started in the military as Intel. So okay. I signed up as Intel. My dad gave me some great advice mm-hmm. of if you have the choice between a, a clearance, mm-hmm. like a secret or a top secret. Well, actually a top secret. This was definitely the top secret. If you have a choice between a bonus and a top secret, go for the top secret. Mm. The Intel... Um, the base that I was a part of beforehand, mm-hmm. they had a ops squadron and their intel individuals were very friendly. Um, they made my meeting with them feel like they were going to be like future family members. They, okay. they, they're close-knit. You could see that and feel that on top you, of you it. Felt, you felt drawn in. I did. I felt, I felt drawn in, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the uh, the whole idea of, oh, it's intel. I'm one of the, I'm one of the smart people. Mm. And I'm in the Air Force. You know, you know, you know that stigma that we get sometimes. Um, but as far as that goes, it had the top secret clearance. So I went with it. It didn't have the bonus, but mm-hmm. I still signed up. You had the clearance, yeah. Yeah. And then went to basic and our wing lost our planes. So the mission that I was where going they, to where have. Do they, where do they put it? It's probably wherever they <laughs> set them last. They flew south for the winter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I um, okay. Yeah. So anyways, they, they yeah, they just so, lost, so they you lost, lost the mission. The mission. Yeah, they were the, grounded. The base, mm-hmm. um, and my job was no longer there, so I had to choose something else. So okay. I chose EOD because now I had the top secret clearance. What's Let's, EOD? EOD is... Uh, explosive ordnance and disposal. It's the guys the that dress up in the bomb yes. suit, that sweat, and and uh, you Hurt see Locker. them in those. Yeah, Hurt Locker, right? Yeah. That's one of the big movies, but that's very. It's Hollywood, mm-hmm. so yeah. Oh, so it's not exactly like that. No, you definitely don't pick up <laughs> explosive ordnance that are buried in the ground by the wire. Ah, and uh, not to mention, I think the blue uh, wire is safe. <laughs> I know that because I've seen is it the movies. green wire, blue wire, black wire. I don't know. It's, it's one of the wires. Fine. Yeah, the the. <laughs> There's one scene in that movie that he pulls up like six. I don't even know the term for the explosive, but I know that that explosive, that container that they used mm-hmm. is extremely heavy. It's like 60 pounds almost. And he pulls them up with one hand. There's Pre-work like five of them all. There, yeah. Pre-workout so, gets you there. Do not look at that movie as a, as a realistic example Depiction. of EOD. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But you're past EOD now. I am. So uh, at the time I wanted to get closer to family. I was yeah. out in Utah. My family was here in Illinois mm-hmm. and, um, when I was going EOD, mm-hmm. they unfortunately had messed up on some of the paperwork for tech school. Mm-hmm. And two weeks before that, they said I was ready to go. So I quit my job. I quit. Uh, I got out of school for that semester. And then a couple of days beforehand, they're like, hey, we messed up on the paperwork. We're really sorry. Uh, but we don't have your position anymore, your, your spot for tech school. So they're, they were really nice about it. Um, they said that, you know, that we messed you, up you on your contract. You must have been bummed, though. It, 
it kind of stunk. It kind of yeah. stunk. I'd, yeah. I'd been training with the EOD guys for six months, like physically, not with um, the explosives and stuff. I don't think they would <laughs> give that to a new guy. Oh um, man, that's a headline. Yeah, for real. But uh, they uh, they were nice about it. They they said that they had messed up on my contract, so they mm-hmm. actually offered me an out. Mm-hmm. But that's not why I joined, right? So. I had an opportunity to move to another base, and I did. Uh, I, I got here to Scott at the mm-hmm. 126 Air Fueling Wing. Uh, they just don't have EOD here, so okay. I went security forces. Security forces. I did. I did. And um, while I was there, um, about a year and a half in, mm-hmm. we went on an annual training. Mm-hmm. And that's, I was out there as a blast. We went to California. You can't say it's a blast right after talking about EOD. <laughs> yes, I can because I'm security forces now. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're supposed to, at that point we're supposed to blow things up, right? Okay. Maybe. Okay. Um, so we're, we're out there in California. We're doing our training. We're shooting mm-hmm. the big guns, having some fun. I'm hanging out with my uh, my friends that I've made inside my unit, mm-hmm. and then I see this very interesting individual mm-hmm. who's carrying these cameras, mm-hmm. running around has a huge smile on his face and he's mm. talking to everybody. It looks like he's out having the time of his life. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm wondering who is this guy and yeah. what is his job that he does? Because that looks awesome. Sounds fun. Yeah. So I was curious. Mm-hmm. started talking to him. You talked to the guy. I did. Nice. I talked to the guy and I'm actually talking to that guy right now. <gasps> I know, oh, yeah, I know, me. that was you, that was you. <laughs> I was having time in my life, it was a, it was a really good time, um, hanging out with you guys and, and getting to shoot, uh, not just the cameras, but the but the big guns. I tell you what, that grenade launcher though? Yeah. A little, little anticlimactic, like it's, it's <laughs> it, it looks awesome, and then you go, boom, and then just a, poof. Yeah, it feels, it feels like a shotgun when, when you pull the trigger. Yeah. You get that kickback on your shoulder. Yeah. And you get the bruise the next morning. Ah, uh, yeah. But you don't get the explosive during training, <laughs> yeah, right? They actually Cheeto, they, Cheeto. Yep, they shoot what's called the Cheeto round. It's just a little orange chalk. A little that, puff of smoke, yeah. Just put some smoke out on the field and see if you hit your target, and that's about it. But after we after we talked, and I'm shooting the Cheeto rounds and stuff, you know, toward the end of it, so what, what kind of drew you more to this? Well, so I saw the video that you put out after that mm-hmm. of all of our training. And I saw the graphics that you made for it. And uh, when I started school, I, I went in for graphic design. Yeah. Uh, and that's just something I've kind always been interested with in. something in you. Right. Yeah. The, just that creative side of me. And nothing against security forces. Uh, you can have a lot of fun in security forces, but it's limited in creativity, right? Well, um, yeah, it's not a, it's not a creative yeah. field. Exactly. <laughs> Different mission. So uh, that having that creative angle was, was a real yeah. um, drive for me. So I started looking into switching over mm-hmm. and went through the rest of my time with security forces for my first contract yeah. and then got accepted in your guys' office. Now yeah. I'm here with you and it's been a blast ever since. It's been a blast. There it, you are a with blast. the blast I like again, the blast. Is, yeah. we, it's, it's been so a great time. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got out and I started blasting. Now. Um, yeah, man, you, uh, you've, you've been a good, you've been a good fit. You've been a good asset. I think to the office, I think we've, we've been, Happy to have you, and it's uh, mutually beneficial. I appreciate mutually it, beneficial that's, for sure. That's been good. Um, I, you know, my my coming into the public affairs because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, when I got into guard, I got in as a chaplain assistant. Um, yeah, but I uh, I'm a photographer, civilian life. Okay, and so every time we had drill, I would come downstairs from the upstairs chaplain assistant office, mm-hmm. talk to them about gear, talk shop, talk cameras and and stuff, and uh, eventually. Uh, I, I ended up talking to uh, then 
public affairs officer, uh, Major Hauser, she was a major at the time, Okay. who I said, hey, do you have an opening here? <laughs> yes, yeah. we do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I, you know, I talked to, I talked to Sergeant Stevens and uh, he, you know, he, he said, yeah, we can, we can use, you can use a videographer. And, and I tell you what, I'll even, I'll even back up because, bef because before I asked if there was an opening, I noticed how at formation, you know, when we're, we're in the hangar and we're all, we're all in formation, right, we yeah. see these guys walking around, just like what you were saying, mm -hmm. see, see, see these guys walking around and the, they're not in formation. They got, got a little bit more freedom. <laughs> uh, and you know, I was, I was there, I was there for a purpose, but it was kind of appealing seeing them. Uh, walking around getting coverage of the event right. rather than standing at parade rest or right. attention. Exactly. So I ended up talking to one of the guys, uh, it was Sergeant Hayes at the time. I said, Hey, so you guys just kind of, just kind of walk around and get what you feel is important. He's like, um, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's all and then do. from there I said, do you guys have any openings? I got the yes. And then I got the, uh, yeah, we, we could, we could go with the videographer. And mm. then from there, you know, it's, it's history, but it's, it's been a good time. It's been a good time for me. It's been a few years. And then you met me, you right. know, not too, too long thereafter. I was in the position for a little while before going with that trip. And then, uh, we're pr pretty much up to date and here we are. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So you're, Photography beforehand. Mm -hmm. how, how long were you doing that before you? I was I was affairs? doing it. I was doing it a few years okay. uh, b beforehand already, and and so I'd been building my business outside of here. Um, I wanted to join as a as a chaplain assistant just because um, I felt like it was a good opportunity where I felt like I could do some good in the, within the community. Yeah. Uh, however, um, you know, the more and more time that I spent the photographer in me mm -hmm. was really drawn here to, to this position. And so, um, my skills as a photographer became an asset for the unit. Right. Yeah. So it, it was just, it was a little bit more aligned with, um, where I, where I feel I am. And, uh, I feel like I've been a pretty good fit here. That's good. No, you definitely have. So, I, thanks. You're, because I've seen the stuff that you do on the outside. I've, I've been a part of some of the, the we jobs shot, that we you We shot a wedding together before exactly. you joined public affairs. We shot a wedding. We shot two weddings together. Yep, two weddings together. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've seen your products that you put out and they're impressive. So, yeah, when you, when you came into here, I'm sure your photography was just, it, like you said, it was a huge asset for or, uh, the yeah, shop. it was an asset, but it was actually double double sided, uh, a, a double edged sword. Because although I brought something to the table, right, the Air Force uh, sending me to um, you know de Department of Defense training for being a broadcaster, being right. a, being a mass communicator, um, it brought me up another level, which also helped on the civilian side. Yeah. So your story with um, being paid for uh, mm -hmm. college. Um, it's, I, I also had some additional training that the Air Force sent me to. Right. They, they paid for that. They paid, paid for me to go. Obviously, it's tech school, mm -hmm. but I was able to take those tech school skills into my civilian. It's, it's highly transferable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Highly transferable. Yeah. The, the world of, so mass communication, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of where public affairs falls into mm -hmm. uh, in, this, in the civilian sector. The, the world of mass communication is so broad, mm -hmm. and if you are one of the people who f like focus in on one of those sections yeah, focus it, see what right. you did there Aha, cameras ah, uh, uh, when you focus in on one of those areas 
you can use that in several different ways in the private sector. Yeah. And that's just how mass communication works. Everybody mm-hmm. needs communicators. Yeah. Every business does. So yeah. um, it's, it's a great career field. And then for me, I went to, I, I got my bachelor's from, uh, well, I got my bachelor's for mass communications. Mm-hmm. And then I, like I said, I'm about to get my master's, but that's in strategic brand communication. Okay. All right. So integrated marketing is another term for it. Which I feel also is is, uh, oh, it's, is, is an asset here. It is. It, I, I feel like it's it's helped me understand why we communicate the way we communicate with okay. the public. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's helped a lot in that manner, but it's also given it's opened my mind up as far as uh, where we can go mm-hmm. with our abilities because the individuals in our shop we we're very well balanced. We have someone who is really good with video and camera. We have someone who's really good at writing. We have someone who's good with graphics. Mm-hmm. We're, I think we're pretty, pretty well balanced. Very well shop. balanced. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I have, and you have, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you've probably experienced this too, but I know for me personally, being a part of several different shops and career fields, mm-hmm. one thing that I've noticed in every single one is that it felt like family. Yeah. There are people that you find inside of your shops that become family members. Yeah. Uh, and the guard itself, I mean, how many people do we have in our wing who are literal family members? Literal family. Right. Actual blood. So yep. and generationally spouses, and yeah, siblings. Generations. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I guess your spouse is not your blood, but there's a bond. <laughs> there is a bond. Yeah. Um, but then uh, on, on top of that, the people that you meet. They, yeah. They be- who are not blood, but become family. Very close. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one huge benefit that I've gotten out of this wing in particular. Yeah, I would say you, sir, are like a brother. Oh, thanks, man. From like another brother too. mother. Yes, definitely. Definitely another mother. Same uncle. Uncle Sam. Sam. Oh, oh man. Sam. Okay, Arkansas. All right, so, this is getting confusing. Okay. <laughs> no, um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, people who are not but become family. Um, and... And yeah, I think that's I think that's I think that's very true. Honestly, what what I would hope, um, and it's not it's not necessarily everyone's story, but what I would hope is that everyone can have a good military experience. Oh yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's not everyone's story. Um, no. Unfortunately, they some people find out that they're they might not be a good fit for the Air Force, or they might find that their job is not necessarily a good fit for them. Right. But the good news about that is, you know, you and I are both examples. You can cross train into something that does fit you. Yes. And align with you better. Yeah. So that's why we have career advisors. That's that's why we have our our internal folks and mentors that should, in theory, be able to guide you in that direction. So that's that's the best case scenario. And that's what I would hope for anyone's experience. Absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, it's not everyone's story, but there's opportunity for it to be. Um, the story. So, yeah. yeah. You know, in the military, I wouldn't say it is for everybody, but I think that everybody who wants to be a part of the military mm-hmm. can find a position that's can, for them. Can find, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and a lot of us find, uh, you know, good, strong character growth and, you know, can, can become a better and well-rounded person um, for, you know, for, for a lot of people. So I think it's, I think it's net benefit. Everybody who got the chance to listen to this, uh, we, we want to thank you for, for doing so. We appreciate the opportunity to be able to share our stories with you, and we hope that this has helped those who are maybe on the fence of, of joining the military. That camera right there? Those people? Uh, yes. You guys. <laughs> right. All right. Well, uh, everybody, thank you for listening. We appreciate the opportunity that we got to, um, one, share our stories with you. We hope it helped out in some kind of way. We hope you got some entertainment value from this as well. Uh, 
until we until the next time until right? we meet again until we meet again it absolutely. is not a, it is not a goodbye it's until next time with your look around the air force i'm staff sergeant khadija slaughter the x-37b orbital test vehicle is back on earth after spending more than 900 days circling the globe conducting a wide range of experiments the unmanned reusable space plane carried a service module into orbit for the first time on this latest mission, expanding the number of experiments carried out for organizations like NASA and the U.S. Navy. One successful test included harnessing solar rays outside Earth's atmosphere to transmit power to the ground. Another experiment looked at the effects of long-term space exposure on seeds, as NASA works on space crop production for interplanetary missions and permanently inhabited bases in space. A delegation of Polish infrastructure planners are taking home ideas for U.S. basing efforts in their country. The planners visited Ramstein Air Base, Germany for an orientation to get insight into U.S. operations and capabilities. The Polish planners are developing what's referred to as a Ramstein East capability as part of a larger effort to build future infrastructure, potentially accommodating up to 20,000 U.S. troops in Poland. U.S. Air Forces in Europe says the effort comes at a time when civilian and military leaders on the continent are facing increased pressure from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Basic trainees are now getting a taste of agile combat employment in their sixth week of training. The old Basic Expeditionary Airman Skill Training, or BEAST, is retired after running for 16 years. The new concept is called Pacer Forge, and it focuses on the concept of multi-capable airmen. It's a fast-paced, two-day set of flexible, results-focused scenarios that promote information-seeking, teamwork, and decision-making. Colonel Jeff Pixley, 737th Training Group Commander, says Pacer Forge is not a rebranding of Beast, but rather a reimagining that gives basic trainees their first opportunity to put warfighting skills learned earlier into practice. And that's your look around the Air Force. The combined federal campaign is going on now through January 14th. CFC is the world's largest and most successful annual workplace charity campaign with almost 200 CFC campaigns throughout the country and overseas raising millions of dollars each year. Pledges made by federal, civilian, postal, and military donors during the campaign season will support eligible nonprofit organizations that provide health and human service benefits throughout the world. And you're asking, is there an app for that? Yes, my friend, there is an app for that. Just uh, look on your, uh, your, your machine there that has your apps and look for CFC or Combined Federal Campaign. You'll find the app. If you are having thoughts of suicide or know someone in crisis, please call the Military Crisis Line, 988. That's 988-PRESS-1. You can also just text, text to uh, send a text, say help, 988, and uh, they will uh, get you in the right direction, and they will help you out if you're having thoughts of suicide or uh, you know someone that is uh, also having thoughts of suicide or in crisis. You can find all of our links on the link tree. That is linktr.ee forward slash 126ARW. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you can also download this on your favorite podcast app. That includes Stitcher, Spotify, and uh, Apple. If you want to pass along some information, you can email rollcall at 126.arw.ee. 
pa.mm.org at us.af.mil. Thanks for listening to Roll Call, a 126th Air Refueling Wing podcast focused on people, mission, and community. I'm Master Sergeant Brian Ellison. 100. 50. 30. 20. 10. 10.